1: The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed.
6: From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center presents Other Center podcast. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw.
5: I'm Ken Napsack.
3: And I'm Jennifer Landa.
6: And this is our episode, Cues of the Other. We have had so much fun in this Other Center era, taking all sorts of different questions. We thought we got a wide variety of questions about that other galaxy. Uh, This galaxy is quite expansive in the kinds of questions that we could get. Uh, Before we get into it, we want to let you know, as always, that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash 4Center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Can you have a recommendation this week?
5: I do. I think you should check out the book, The Comedians, Drunks, Thieves, Scoundrels, and the History of American Comedy by Cliff Nesterhoff. A fascinating look at comedy and a fascinating look at how, well, the social wars, the culture wars around comedy have always been present and held on to by those refusing to change. Check it out, The Comedians.
6: Yeah, you can download that free audiobook today by going to audibletrial.com slash 4Center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 4Center for your free audiobook. Uh, some listeners have been downloading some audiobooks, and hey, uh, we see that. It helps us financially. Um, I, I have never got a chance to read this book, Ken, but I love uh, the author's uh, social media feeds where he just kind of almost without too much comment will mm-hmm. just post, you know, the news articles from across the span of comedy about who's getting Too blue now <laughs> no. Uh, no, Jack Benny Is an insult to society and
5: <laughs> It's
6: fascinating
5: that it he's got a book In November that's coming out that's Directly all about that That This book oh. uh, is a little bit more of just the overall History of comedy but he's got one that's like Oh you, yeah you think Comedy's being canceled now. Uh, here's the comics who were upset they couldn't do blackface before in the 20s. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, we, we can't do anything now. You, you're
6: in vaudeville and you can't put your three year old in a trunk and throw it around on stage anymore. We can't do anything anymore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, we are also doing our ask uh, right now. Uh, we are asking for people to perhaps visit Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever it's called yeah. uh where you can uh leave reviews we have over the years have gotten a lot of really wonderful reviews uh, about uh center we're in this other center era right now uh, we're, we're going to continue to do some kind of uh other center stuff in mm. the future so it'd be really great to get some reviews uh sharing why you enjoy uh this particular era this style of the podcast on apple podcast or itunes so if you have a few moments and want to leave a review that would be great
5: be wonderful. Also coming up October twenty-seventh is our next live show or Questions of the Other Variety. It is on October 27th, 2 p.m. Pacific time. What time zone that is that for you in your life? Uh you're gonna have to check it yourself. I, I can't count that high. <laughs> I'm being confused. But uh 27th on our YouTube channel, uh two p.m. Pacific.
6: Yeah, yeah. Uh Jennifer, do you have time zones memorized?
3: Oh my gosh. I'm the worst with time zones. The worst. I'm actually putting it in my calendar right now for center live.
6: For center live. Yeah. Uh, it's usually for me, it's just mostly just, uh, calling my dad of, uh, he does <laughs> not do the, uh, the translation. So I always, <laughs> I confuse him real bad. One time I was like, do you want to talk at two your time? Noon, my time. And he's like, what time? I'm like, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it to your time. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Right. right,
6: right. <laughs> All right. We are going to get into these, uh, questions. Uh, been mostly pulling questions, uh, from, uh, Patreon. I got a post up there. Uh, it's buried down now a little bit, a little ways in our, uh, uh, Patreon feed of posts. So I will, uh, post a, a new request for questions soon to get us all freshened up. Or if you want to, uh, reach out on social media, um, just be sure to, uh, to tag me cause I generally collect the questions, but you're welcome to send them to all of us. Uh, here we go. We got two questions this week. This first one comes to us, uh, from, uh, Ken Plume, who is a pal of both my, uh, myself and Ken Napsok. You hear us, uh, chat about him. Uh, Ken used to bring me to Dragon Con and we're toy buddies. We talk about, he eats and, sent me some toys and and can you uh you play Fortnite with ken plume with like uh 17 hours a day right
5: <laughs> roughly yeah roughly um ken's a little disappointed because i think I, I just downloaded madden 2024 because i got the uh, hankering for some football oh um yeah but uh, w- don't worry ken we're we're still going to be down to crown as they <laughs> say on Fortnite. and jennifer i'm trying to remember have you ever done any
6: sort of podcast or, or uh, event or anything with ken
3: no, I have not. I well,
6: have not. He has often said, like, "Hey, and, and invite Jennifer too." Uh, so it's, it's only a matter of time if you are if you are interested.
3: Oh, that's very sweet.
6: Yeah, but he he thinks the world of you. I know.
3: Oh, that's yeah. that's nice. Thank you.
6: So here is uh is Ken Plume's question. He says, "Ahoy, hoy!" <laughs> Long time. <laughs> uh, I've got an other center question. If the size of your homes were not a consideration. What is your ideal version of having friends over for an evening dinner, conversation, movie, games, snacks, lay it all out. Uh, Jennifer, mm-hmm. do you want to get us started with your ideal uh, um, home socializing event?
3: I got stuck on the, if the size of your homes were not a consideration <laughs> in designing my home that I would have, yeah. because <laughs> there is something right. Like I, I feel like, My husband's always like, oh, we should have people over. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Because Mm -hmm. there's a certain style of house that does well for entertaining. In my experience, when I've gone to other people's houses, a nice big kitchen.
7: Maybe Mm. an island, right,
3: in the kitchen
7: where where you
3: have some stuff laid out that people can go. And then you have your main area where you have a a nice spread of uh, charcuterie and some wine. And then it, like, maybe might even flow. To like some French doors to like an outdoor space. Oh. Right? <laughs> and there you have a beautiful trellis, a nice big wooden table,
0: mm-hmm. uh, some mm-hmm.
3: candles. Maybe there's even a pool off to the side or barbecue. I don't know. Just all sounds so nice. I want to go there. <sighs> That's where I want my party to be.
6: Jennifer, not only do I like the idea, I like the way you're saying it. I want to put music behind it and make it like a meditation <laughs> video of like, yes. Take me there. Take me to that home. (laughs) Picture yourself
3: walking through the marble kitchen (laughs) with a giant refrigerator and giant cupboards that I see all these influencers that that they have.
6: Uh, Yeah. The island, Uh, the island. It's all about the island with some bar stools. Um, Yeah. yeah, Ken, let's, let's, uh, I'll talk about this. We'll we'll get into the, what the actual event is. uh, Mm -hmm. But I'm Mm -hmm. curious for you, like, you are able to do a little bit of entertaining, and I think you got a, a great space for it. Are you currently living in your ideal inter home entertaining space, or is there a different vision you have?
5: No, no, I, I yeah, fortunate uh, to uh, be able to, to rent and live in Burbank, um, and, and knocking on wood that our landlord continues to be <laughs> as uh, generous as she has. Uh, I, I don't want capitalism to hit her quite yet, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, a bigger version of it. Uh, it's a great question in terms of dreaming, right? About what do you want? And, and you know, do you want the 42 rooms and all that stuff? I, I don't know if I want, I want kind of what I have. Uh, and I have a, a, a courtyard in the backyard. Um, where we have a fire pit and I have a bigger backyard. Um, it's not super functional because we don't really have anything we can do there. And it's not ours to kind of dig up and build stuff on, you know, we rent, but people can go there. And so, yeah, uh, and then I have an indoor and I don't have a giant kitchen, but you're right, Jen. Everyone ends up in the kitchen at some point. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't have, it's, I'll take the blame. We don't have a dining room table. I I don't believe in that construct.
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: I believe. Let's just be honest. Meals are at your desk playing video games or watching TV on the couch or in your car. So I don't like, but uh, you know, under the perfect circumstances, we would have a dining room table. Um, so all that to say, that's I, I yeah, I'll, I'll pitch back to you, Joseph. I'm right where I, I want to be. Yeah, yeah, no,
6: you you do you guys do have a good setup, not only with the uh, the courtyard, but you know, mm-hmm. Sarah and I have watched the like build your dream home shows and that, so we've we've you know fantasized about like, mm-hmm. well, if we if we got to just build something someday, and it's a little bit uh, like what you have, where there is these uh, a good spacious like living room and kitchen public space, mm-hmm. and then tucked away (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the back the private rooms which makes it sound like something weird's going on but you know my fantasy is to have the the home that jennifer is describing uh with it's you know open it's got a kitchen Mm -hmm. island it leads off to a deck ideally a conversation uh pit and like a a a bookcase that i spin around and turns into a bar but like this very open people can come into this space and flow there's a bathroom accessible there and then like Downstairs, hidden away, like, my dark little office, my dark little toy museum. (laughs) 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 But that big open space that that doesn't get cluttered and you can
5: entertain. Right. Right. The big thing I'm missing now is the bar. My old apartment had that custom-made bar, but that was my roommate's. it was great. And it was on wheels. So that's a big thing I'm missing now. Oh, that's
3: right. I remember that. That was
6: really cool. Yes. That was cool. Early Four Center episodes recorded at the bar, which was just great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you on the dining room table thing because, uh, yes, I eat in front of the television. It is uh, one of my happy places. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Sarah really wants us to have a dining room table. We have a goal to be able to invite people over. Uh mm-hmm. the dining room table we originally called the lava table because we weren't supposed to put anything on it. Like, you know, kids playing <laughs> lava, like don't touch it. Don't
7: touch
6: it. <laughs> so we agreed. This is the lava table. Uh and then uh Force Awakens in Rogue One came out and I got just a few action figures. Mm-hmm. And as you both saw, the lava table uh became the giant pyramid of action figures, mm-hmm. which is now so tall, you, you can't actually see some parts of the house over the, <laughs> over the action figure pyramids. So uh, we've agreed that I, I, and Sarah's super, super supportive. I don't want to lean into any sort of stereotypes of the, the nagging spouse. Is like, mm-hmm. She's like, find a different place to store them, organize mm-hmm. them, rotate them. She's super supportive, and there are action figures everywhere. Right, But we've both been like, yeah, we, we need that dining room table back so we can even attempt to have, you know, friends over for dinner.
2: Yeah.
6: Mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, Jennifer, do you have a dining room table?
3: We do. We do. But I have my, my laptop. That's like where I work.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: So, and then we have like a bunch of kids. I'm like staring at it right now. I have a bunch of kids, uh, supplies, art stuff. Mm. So it just doesn't feel like a proper dining room. We have a piano in it. That's fine. But like, yeah. I think as they get older, We'll be able to uh, get rid of some of that stuff, and then hopefully, if I can get my garage going, I can have my office in the garage. That'd be nice. Oh
6: yeah, oh that's heaven too. Amazing. Yeah,
3: right. Oh, uh, the dream.
6: So let's uh let's cycle back, Jennifer. Either in well, I guess the, this whole question from Ken is is uh, if uh, the if you had the ideal version of your your home, uh so in in your beautiful mind palace living room with the kitchen island, uh what kind of events do you host?
3: I think definitely a dinner party would be nice. Um, and I mean, maybe it be, could be fun if there's a movie plane. I don't know. I feel like then that makes it hard because then you're not interacting with your guests as much if it's mm-hmm. a m- movie. Mm. Um, although an outdoor movie can be really can be fun, especially for the kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Games, I hesitate. Like I've mentioned this before, I'm a very poor sport. So I get very competitive. <laughs> so I don't want to uh, cause some drama. But like uh, uh, charades is a really fun game. Mm. Um, I actually went – years. this was years ago. This was right when YouTube first kind of came about and was popular. Uh, we would like share funny videos that we had seen on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so it was a party where we were, oh, you got to see this video I found of this, uh, you know, this reporter lady falling in the wine or whatever. And the grapes, I think it was the grapes. Um, yeah, so that was fun. But now we would never do that.
6: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite happen. in those kind of uh, scenarios is the Count Censored. Do you guys know the Count Censored? The Count
3: Censored? Oh, oh like the, the Count, like from Sesame Street? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Um,
6: they, they've taken his. I think it was like his, maybe one of his first appearances, if not his first appearance, um, where he sings the song of uh, you know, uh, I am the count and I really like to count. But they just bleep all the all the uh, verbs, so it sounds like he's singing something else. Yeah. <gasps> oh my
7: gosh!
6: It's it's a beautiful treat uh, for adults. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Uh, Ken, how, how about for you? I mean, you you do uh, mm-hmm. host social events, so I I mm-hmm. assume those are ideal. But is there a different? I- is that the ideal, or is there something else?
5: No, it's it's the ideal outside of um, um, maybe games, but not. Uh, I'll explain it. Like I, I I I'm I'm very much against movie nights. Um, I used to uh, tried for a little while to host like Game of Thrones nights. And nope, I need to be alone <laughs> you mm-hmm. all, you all yeah know that. Um, this isn't um, you know uh, this isn't rift tracks that's something Joseph works on this is not <laughs> and that's kind of that I, and 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 sports, even like as big of a sports fan, Super Bowl party can be fun, but if like if i 'm really interested in it with you know my team hasn't been in it since eighty four so i haven 't experienced that but I don't want you around either. <laughs> like I just have, I don't, I don't want those things, uh going on, but yeah, the games, the, the pockets to be able to move around. When I mean games, I'm not talking about, um, I've had fun as a kid. I used to play you know, charades at a family party. I, used to, I remember that. I used to, a lot of memories of that, but I have like a lot of, Outdoor games at my old house in Northridge. You both didn't get to go to. Had a big, uh, big enough yard where we'd have croquet. Uh, we created mm. a called, called Ruckus. So we'd hold Ruckus parties. I uh, had a barbecue <laughs> grill out there. So people in the kitchen, people in the living room, people in the backyard, uh, and then me floating around all of it. I, I that I enjoyed. Had a dartboard up as well. I like that. Um, a little bit of uh, the 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 options. I like options, including mm. food, snacks. I'll go all out. Uh, I think it's important to invite a scrimshaw, uh, either the, the Sarah or Joseph are great at parties. And Jen, I'll, I'll tell you something right now. You got away with it over the last couple of years because I knew you had some young kids and that how, you, know, you know, I didn't even, I, I'm going to confess to you publicly. I didn't worry about uh, inviting me for some of the bigger things I've had because I was like, poor Jen, she's got another life going on. Bro. But now Jen, Jen, <laughs> Jen your kids are old enough to just give them 10 bucks and drop them off at the mall. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Go to hot dog on a stick. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Come, call me at the end of the night. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! So Yeah, that'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. Have my mom come up, or you know what? My husband can watch him, and I can go by myself. <laughs> there you
6: go. Yeah, I'd be down for a a a, a Furby party. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'll just make weird Furbies together just <laughs> to for instructions. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm loving this uh, in in hearing about these different parties, and and yeah, Ken. That makes a lot of sense. Of like you, you uh, like to be able to surround yourself with uh uh what like maybe like 20 25 people and then sometimes they're kind of big group conversations but then it breaks mm-hmm. into pockets and it's like watching like you know uh some sort of like amoeba under a microscope where they kind of yeah. blend together and pull apart
5: yeah yeah i like it i love the fi- i love fire i love fire pits just mm-hmm. built a new one yesterday i had to replace one the 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 bin the basin burnt out my old one so i got a new one up and ready and uh we'll do it again soon it takes a lot and you know it's a, it's um you know grace does a, an amazing job in, in in making our our house spectacular and i try to help with that but i often get in the way um but uh, you know it's not easy to always do as as i think we all can admit yeah no mm-hmm. it is
6: it is challenging uh, i think a, a couple things for me i like uh, i do like having uh game nights of like uh board games uh for people who are into it and want to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I would never just go to a random uh, friends and go, do you want to play board games? Cause some of them will try. And there's like, hey, it's not for me. Uh, but I've had great, uh, great game nights uh, where that is the thing of mm-hmm. people. And, and also when people are like really aware of like, we would like to play some easy, loose, you're not going to get competitive 15 minute party games for mm-hmm. fun that are totally just really a structure to generate conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have the friends who are like, uh, we would like to play out the entire historical conflict of the British Isles for 15 <laughs> hours together. <laughs> and that's fun too. I also like doing that, but I just, I, I, uh mm. I, I get, I, I, I can only really have fun if I feel like everybody else is having fun. Otherwise I get mm. anxious and worry mm. about the one person I'm concerned is not having fun. So mm-hmm. I really like everybody to be having an event that they want to have. I, don't like trying to convince people that they should do a thing that i like to do unless mm-hmm. it's somebody who's really like i want to try this thing then great yeah but i never mm-hmm. like having the parties of like i do i like doing this so i'm going to make my friends do it.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it is deeply not for me um yeah. yeah so for me i think ideal would be um a little bit a little bit smaller i've had some really fun uh parties that are like 30 40 people you know and it, it that's really great that's really fun but at this point, I think I'd really like maybe six to seven people, so mm-hmm. you're all pretty much in the same conversation. Maybe you peel off a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, pre dinner cocktails can be uh, alcoholic or zero proof, whatever. But the spirit of pre dinner cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is a, a wonderful uh, cook, so uh, if she's willing, uh, she is willing, she could make some some wonderful pasta. Uh, with the, the strange sauces that she makes. It's very good. Mm. Um, I definitely have, uh, the conversation pit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where the television and the snacks are. And then I've had some really great, uh, movie nights. And Ken, I know, I know the concern you have with the everyone thinks they're, uh, riff tracks. Yes. And yes. everybody thinks they've got a really clever thing to shout back uh, mm-hmm. at the screen is a deep danger or even the one guy thinks he does.
5: Yeah. I, that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. We, I think we've all been through that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but some uh, parties that I that I used to have with with friends back in Minneapolis, uh, everybody was really uh, reserved with. If you got a joke every once in a while. Great. But that's not what we're doing. We're watching the film. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if something honest comes out great uh but that there's a real emphasis to we're watching something that we want to experience together so especially Mm -hmm. if it's like two movies of this is a weird pairing or Mm -hmm. this is a famous movie that half the people know by heart and half the people have never seen so there's some element to the movie watching that Mm -hmm. has in a built-in social dynamic Mm-hmm. That is what people are responding to. And mm-hmm. then I love watching things with people when we all have kind of like a reason to be engaged in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I have no interest in watching like somebody who was like, eh, I can take or leave Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna watch a random episode of the third season of Mandalorian with you, like, no, please. Yeah, Lord, no. No. But like yeah. you know, having like I have I I think I've seen the original Young Guns. Mm-hmm. like years ago i maybe saw the sequel but i'd love to be the one person at a young guns party that you have ken when like five <laughs> other people know it by heart and I've, i haven't seen it in years and like
5: <laughs> because
6: and there's like there's a social aspect to it that's built in it's not just like let's randomly watch the newest
5: movie sure yeah yeah I'll, i can make that happen we'll make that happen
6: <laughs>
5: yeah <laughs> yeah
6: uh nice. movie parties that I used to go to, uh my my friends in particular, they would have these overnight movie parties that were themed in like five movies and a dinner break as a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And they had like a yeah. constitution that they wrote up. Uh and I'm curious, I want to ask you both about this. Mm. Uh they had for the the movie party uh the pee pause clause that <laughs> at any time anyone can request a pee pause clause and no one is going to give them grief about it. Uh mm. would that Uh, Ken, would that be a good thing for you or would you be
5: extremely upset? No, (laughs) no, no. We give the peep pause clause. I like that. Nice. Nice. Jennifer? It works.
3: Yeah. I think that that actually would be good, but I do. I think you're making a good point about having to be like a shared experience. Maybe we're talking back at the screen. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite parties with my friends was when we used to watch the VMAs um, <laughs> yeah. together or the BET Awards. We loved it. It was it was such a moment. We'd have our snacks. We So when we all lived really close to each other, everyone would come over to our place. And it just was – it was like as much about the commentary, our commentary, as it was about what was happening on screen. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm, I'm like, you can. I kind of just, I want to be able to, like, if it's the Mandalorian, I forget what I, what I saw where I was with a bunch of people. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't watch this. I need to go home and do this on my own. <laughs> yeah. Might have been a Game of
5: Thrones episode. I can't remember yeah. now. It was just something like even if they enjoy, it. like my, my friend every every week um, back in the day would host a Game of Thrones party and had archery and food. And all sounded wow. great. sounded great. Right. But I always told, told her, I'll show up, but I'm leaving before the show. And then then I'm hmm. late getting home and watch it. I you know I had my grumpiness. I don't want to take away from you. You will right, fun, but I'm gonna go.
6: Yeah, uh, a themed party for Game of Thrones is it gets, it gets scary fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, those are not activities I want to partake in. Uh, right. Any final thoughts on uh, Ken's, uh, Ken Plume's question about our ideal uh, socializing evening?
5: Now, I'll say this. It's one of those questions that has, uh, you know, made me realize I, what I have is, is what I wanted or needed. And that's a great mm. feeling uh, experience.
6: That's great. I have further motivation to clean off the lava table. Uh, any any final thoughts from you, Jen?
3: You know, I, I've learned, and this is something I've been working through, is that it's okay if, if you don't have the ideal house that you envisioned that would be for entertaining. Mm-hmm. It really is... Or even like the perfect dishes where everything looks perfectly curated it's about making people feel comfortable having a good time with your friends they don't care they don't care what tablecloth you use or whatever right because i get caught up in that minutiae at Mm. the end of the day it's about just being in each other's company and laughing and having a good time indeed
6: yeah perfect perfect and on that note we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a moment with another very different question And we are back on Cues of the Other with another cue. It all makes sense. Uh, This one comes to us from Justin Jacobson. Uh, Justin says, hello there, Ken and Joseph and Jennifer. I have a question about aliens from not so long ago in the galaxy. Uh, Many cultures have tales of being visited by people from the sky who taught them useful things. And it was a big deal, so they commemorated it with big stone structures and petroglyphs and other labor-intensive monuments. For the past few decades, if not longer, though, the visitors from the sky seem more interested in playing ding-dong ditch with pilots and air traffic controllers. Why aren't they teaching us things anymore? Do we need to erect some new stone circles or carve some fresh geoglyphs like the old-timey people did. <laughs> uh, there are many questions within this question. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, Justin uh, often asks questions uh, and posts them on our, our Patreon. Really great questions. They often have a little bit of a, a sense of humor to them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think there is, uh, Justin can let me know on Patreon if I'm incorrect, but uh, I feel like there is a little bit of a sense of humor to this. But there is also some interesting questions to me about uh, uh, history and our interaction. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Or non-interactions with uh, with the sky people. Um, so, Jennifer, <laughs> I, I, I want to break this down to a couple of different questions and start with you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the idea of of ancient wonders being alien influenced? Is is Stonehenge a, a big sign that that secretly says hello to Martians? How do you feel about those theories?
3: I had not even. Really thought about it. My husband has been in the kitchen for the past 10 minutes. He just left. He has been waiting for this question. He wanted to be <laughs> on the
7: podcast. I'm like.
3: No, go away, please. Last night he wouldn't stop talking. He was like, because you know, I was preparing for this, and he's like, oh, what about this? Have you thought about that? I'm like, oh my gosh.
6: What's your husband's take? Is it that is, is he? uh Because uh, I think I I want to be a little bit gentle. We're we're trying to have a sense of fun, but I think that there are some schools of of study that that think you know certain cultural artifacts might you know be related, and I think there are other people who really push back and like no. Th- Humans did that and we have archaeology we know why. Where does your your husband fall in that spectrum? Does he have alien theories or is he like, no, we know the
3: answers. <laughs> this is why the whole alien thing has really taken me by surprise because I thought that I knew the man I married
5: <laughs> who was <laughs> very,
3: he's very scientific. <laughs> he is very evidence-based about everything. He loves science. I present anything and he's the most rational person. And all of a sudden now he's really been like, so he's exploring the possibilities or i guess maybe he's not, always thought about this that there there could be why not why not right, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. and it's a little jarring for me um <laughs> uh, which should, shouldn't be in some sense because i grew up in the church which you know that that believes all sorts of things mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i i really have a hard time with that but i do think that he believes like some of those older people monuments and stuff was human based but it is fascinating to think how did they achieve that how did without these modern day tools how did they build these things or whatnot? so mm-hmm. but get them started on aliens oh my gosh yeah I two hours last night <sighs> two hours
6: so you already did this podcast I'm so sorry <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, oh great. well uh, everybody look forward to Spouse Center coming soon on the feed <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh God! Yeah, I think uh, I I I I'm not an expert on on any of these things, and I, I want to have fun, but I also want to be respectful to to people who uh, are, are 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 you know uh, mm-hmm. experts <laughs> in things like mm-hmm. say you know Egyptology and and you know mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I always love the why not perspective uh, of mm-hmm. well may, maybe there's evidence, maybe there isn't, but I'm always open to the possibility of it. I just think sometimes with, like, the the ancient artifacts, it is almost more fascinating to just be like, humans did this. Like, it's uh-huh. fascinating to think, you know, a, 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 a little gray, gray guy with a big head. <laughs> it was like, uh, mm-hmm. here's how you build one. Of, here, here's how you're going to move those rocks, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more fascinating to me to think, like, uh, some lost human invention, is there. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Uh, not even mysterious of just like I I almost think of the way that like sometimes we get so used to our modern technology, it's mystical to us how analog things worked. Of like, yeah. I understand computers are one and zero ones and zeros, but how how'd they get the movie on the VHS tape? -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, Right. I think that's kind of a jokey example, but I think it's fascinating to think of, you know, before the more common tools to do things, humans still found a way to do them and it gets kind of lost to time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ken, I know you have big feelings (sighs) in general about the yeah. alien stuff so but so I, yeah. I want to narrow you down to 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 the specific question of mm-hmm. uh the the old time ancient wonders and their relationship to sky people
5: i look i i i why not's a great way to look at it and, and it's fascinating um and and yes there's you can look at different um you know areas of the world and different cultures and different and those things that, that justin's kind of referencing of like hey well they all have Dragons. So, what is that? Where did that what, mm. what, what? How do we get to that point? Like, like, did, yeah, you know, did they pass the notes in class about the, these <laughs> yeah, I'm fascinated by that. It's part of the study of it. Um, but to Justin's, you know, question about what about now? Yeah, that's my big point. Well, we, so now they're just crashing in New Mexico. That's all they're doing <laughs> now. Mm. They make you suspicious, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so
6: do you, do you, uh, what is your relationship with like ancient wonders? Do you find Stonehenge awe-inspiring yourself?
5: Absolutely fascinated by them, And kind of um, um, fascinated by, and the way you're talking about him, Joseph, of like, okay, how, we, I can't conceive of how they actually did that, which is more fascinating to me than thinking uh, the Greys came down and said, build this for we have demanded it. You know, like, like I'm, I'm, I, and, and then the, the, there's the dark side of it and why I always talk about how conspiracy theories often hired Hide a lot of the the harsh realities that we don't have faced, want to face that probably a lot of slave labor built this whole kind of thing. You know, all those kind of things. But I don't want to get too serious there. Uh, but to your point, yeah, Stone Edge is absolutely amazing. I wish I could see it. I know you can't even get close up to it anymore, but I'd, I'd love to see that. You know, I, I just it, that kind of history. I was just in New York, one of the only things I did was I was st- sitting next to Mechanics Alley. My hotel was by there, which is like Good. the last like actual alley in New York from like 1850. It's just an alley for two blocks. It smells like pee and trash, but like (laughs) to to walk through the history, and just kind of feel the history of it. How did humans uh, accomplish this? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, they built an alley. Yeah, I love that stuff. Love it.
6: Yeah, that is absolutely amazing. Uh, Yeah, So so Justin is asking about the past and uh, our apparently changed relationship with aliens where they don't have as much advice for us. Uh, mm-hmm. but are just uh, buzzing things and crashing into things. So, uh, Ken, I'm going to get to you because I know you are an expert in this field. You, you did a deep dive on some of the, all of the people uh, behind uh, the UFO information, some of the various connections and motivations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the government has uh, released that they have all of these records of, unidentified flying objects. I, I can't remember the UAP, whatever the new no. name is for it to try to change the association, right? But like, <laughs> but what but they're releasing on a factual level is this was detected, this was recorded. We don't have an answer, but that's all. Not, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, confirm which are, which, things.
5: Yeah, a truth, yeah, which is a truth.
6: Yeah, yeah. a truth. We've, we've observed some things that we don't understand, which mm-hmm. I really respect. I observe things I don't understand every day. Um, <laughs> maybe other people do. Uh, but Jennifer what is your take on the idea of there are uh, confirmed sightings of things we don't know the answer for? Maybe we do. Maybe it's a weather balloon. Right? Maybe it's not. What? How do you feel about all that?
3: I don't like it. I, I don't <laughs> like.
6: The,
3: <laughs> I don't like the idea of aliens. I think it freaks me out. Maybe that's why I really bristle at like my brain can't really comprehend the idea of bit but there are some interesting theories about like the jumps in technology from mm. like the 60s to the 80s I mean like if you look at how people, you know, the computers of that time in the 60s, 50s and 60s to then getting like the Mac computer and obviously the iPhone. Like, how did we, how did we get that technology? Could, could microchips have come from alien technology? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I honestly didn't believe any of that. The only thing that did kind of make me go, huh? Was that bipartisan, um, uh, you know, the, the bipartisan um, uh, initiative to try and find out more information on these Mm. unidentified objects and whatnot. That was, I was like, oh, it's not just one side, one side pushing an agenda. It's both sides. Maybe there is some truth to it, but until I actually see it, until I see that in the sky, I'm not going to believe it.
6: Mm. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a, 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 a an important thing of like, it's fine for us to see things, uh, us being like, say, uh, the government or us as individuals seeing things and going, ah, I don't understand that. I don't know what the answer is. Maybe I'll investigate. Maybe I'll, you know, just let it be unknown. I think there's a a power in um, saying, uh, I have encountered something that I don't know what it is. But Ken, in your deep dive research, you feel like there is actually more of an uh, agenda where people don't want to stop at we don't we don't yeah. know the answers, but spin it into conspiracy theories for for motivations.
5: Yeah, the danger of it the the, the collective um, grift going on between a lot of, of of folks, which doesn't mean that you know there isn't a chance that there's some alien life forms out there, or that something you know weird, or again that we just don't understand. I just think there's a big leaps often taken. There was actually something, uh, you know, I think last week there was the Bigfoot spotted from a train in Colorado, right? You look <laughs> at the train you're like, Oh, wow. Okay. Um it didn't take long. Stephen Greenstreet actually called the the, the train thing, uh, the train company and they said, "Well, we're shocked. No one's actually called us before. Just everyone posted the story. No one called us." Mm-hmm. And 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 you di- you dig it a little deeper and it's and it's close to a group of people that are known for a Bigfoot hoax that do this and they were being cheeky online and they mm-hmm. kind of maybe revealed the costume and, and and it's just like no one wants to No one wants to stop because that's not fun. That's not fun, Mm. Uh, and I think that's a lot of these questions. Is why I like what Justin's asking here, cheeky or not. Of uh, so they built the pyramids, but now they're just blipping American Airlines. (laughs) Yeah, often some of it related to they're always near military testing bases. That's so weird that every time I go to Twenty Nine Palms, something weirds in the sky.
6: (laughs) How would you feel if it was revealed that like? Uh, having some fun with this. That like Mm -hmm. aliens had in the past, like come along and they they'd help with some technology and like here here's here's how some physics work. Here's Mm -hmm. here's how you can build some stuff. And then they're like, we we need to set them back. Let's uh let's invent Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could let's create social media to just mess them up.
5: There could be that these advanced civilizations have gone through great lengths to get out here. We're like, hey, remember the we used to go hang out there, and they used to love hanging out with us. They, we'd build things for them. They all think they know everything now. There's this one guy <laughs> Napdog on a podcast. He just he's convinced we don't. You know, we don't want to hang out with them. They, they've moved on. Let's knock him down right. a peg. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but but in terms of actually finding out, like for re- like if like. It's not just this weird, you know, hearing before Congress where half the people were like, well, where's the, where's the evidence? You actually haven't presented evidence. Um, if it was beyond a shadow of a doubt, I mean, it, that's, 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 uh, mind shattering. I can't even comprehend. Yeah.
6: I would right. love to not be, for humans to not be alone in the, mm-hmm. in the universe. Uh, you know, that would be great. I'd love that. Uh, but I feel like, you know, if, and when, uh, that realization is going to happen, it, it pretty clear <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um so uh, jen in the in the spirit of this question of of justin's uh, fun question if aliens were real and they have been observing us uh, throughout the millennia uh why do you think they they keep coming back to visit and, and what do you think they they would think of us
3: i think that they think that we're like children uh and maybe they come back when they see that we're messing with things that we shouldn't mess with. So they let us, they let us play. And then when they see things might go awry, they come step in and give us some new technology. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, but it would make sense, right? If there were, uh, I can believe that there, that there are other life forms in the universe. Sure. But like, I don't think that my comprehension or our modern day comprehension of like an alien, you know, the Mm -hmm. green
7: Mm -hmm. being,
3: I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get really trippy with this. Uh, what if they're us from another mu- dimension?
6: <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. What if it's, yeah, Joseph? Yeah. It's the yeah. Battlestar Galactica uh, <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's so fascinating to think about uh, too, of like, yeah, whatever, whatever your beliefs are about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the history of humans and our, and our point here is certainly on a scientific level. The right conditions emerged, and mm-hmm. through all the possibilities of evolution, no matter how you believe evolution was set into motion, uh, we ended up here. And so, there's that sort of like absolute, uh, bonkers. Well, yeah, somewhere far away, those there's so many planets, uh, mm-hmm. that those those conditions happen somewhere else, and they're just like a bunch of other people like us mm-hmm. going. Is there anybody like there's that alien that's fascinating to me? Like, out of after all of our fantasy, what what if just like you know. Some guy who looks exactly like us, named Gary Landon, is like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm from a faraway place, you know." Or then there's the like, "What if it was like, yeah, the sentient gas that whispers in your mind, like a, a, a <laughs> kind of like existence that we, you can, know, yeah, can, can barely, well, we obviously can conceive of it, but like you know, is so mm-hmm. different from us that that's the kind of thing that I think about of like, what if, what if the day comes, what would it mm-hmm. actually be like?
5: It, yeah. I'm starting to list. Want to list off a bunch of movies that it might be like, but I I know I'm not (laughs) trying to.
6: (laughs) Yeah, Ken. If if, when you think of aliens uh, being real, uh, observing us over a long span of time, and they keep coming back to check in on us, what do you think they think of us?
5: Uh, Scary, and uh, you know uh, the tendency towards war and and pain and inflicting suffering. Maybe they just don't want to hang out with us. You know. There's, again, they've looked around, and this this ain't for us, you know. Why, look, these they're assuming we're here to attack. Look at all their motion pictures; they show us attacking. They're always fighting. We just want to hang out. We like Colorado. <laughs> we want to go there. New Mexico's great this time of year. We want to head over there. Um, uh, you know, uh, that's what I, I think they might think of, of. That's why at one point they were like, "Ah, oh, this has gone too far." But this has been our history. You know, war and strife and constant pain and suffering has been part of our our makeup from the beginning. So. Mm-hmm. And they had enough. Yeah. That
6: that's what I think about of, of aliens visiting and, and going like, okay, um, are they a threat? No, nope, they're they're busy with their own BS. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh and the, the mm. sad, but also to me funny, thinking of aliens that keep checking in on Earth like it's a television show, and it's just like, you're in yeah. the twenty ninth season and you're just repeating the same plots that we saw. Many many yeah. years ago.
5: What?
6: Mm-hmm. There's nothing new here.
5: It's, yeah, get some new ones.
6: Get some new ones. <laughs> get some new material. The aliens say to us. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Final final uh, part of uh, uh, Justin's question that I want to acknowledge here is the the last part of uh, if uh, if aliens used to be more into us and now they're just you know uh, ditching us and crashing every once in a while and teasing us. Uh, what kind of monument should we build uh, to get aliens uh, more interested in hanging out with us again, Jennifer?
3: Mm, uh, a giant alien sculpture
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> of what we think that they look like.
6: <laughs> a giant a giant <laughs> statue that says, "Here's what you look like."
5: That's you? This you?
6: This you. <laughs> <laughs> this you? <laughs> uh,
5: Lisa
3: Frank put aliens all over like her patterns uh, and like there's all these new uh clothing pieces that have aliens. So they're making a comeback. Yeah.
6: Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 What if they come (laughs) to Earth to get some good Lisa Frank merch? Oh, my Lord. Ken, I'm going to end with you. Uh, (laughs) So uh, sometimes I I give a lot of thought to questions, and then sometimes I just, like, what's the first thing I think of? And for some reason, uh, when I think of in the modern day, trying to uh, erect an awesome monument uh, to aliens, uh, for some reason I thought, like, Let's just build a massive Bob's Big Boy statue, just smiling and friendly. <laughs> Come on down.
5: Yes, that's great.
6: Uh, so, Ken, what monument would you would you build uh, to show some yeah. uh, friendliness to aliens?
5: I, I think you know maybe some of the big monuments that we think have been built by them, uh, we've misinterpreted them. That. Uh, you know, uh, tombs and, and things to praise them. I think they just want to have fun. I think, I think the pyramids uh, might've been large water slides and I think we need to go back to that. I, I think we need to build <laughs> a, an alien theme theme park. Uh, and, and maybe they just want to hang out and, and we can find a stretch of road off the 40 highway, in New Mexico, Arizona, head down there, maybe to the 10 out towards the desert and, uh, yeah, just build a giant slip of slides uh, I think they understand that we do, other than creating war and strife, we also have the ability for entertainment. Um, you know, uh, look at these video games. They, they, we gave we gave them this amazing technology, these chips that Jen Land is talking about. We gave them, and and then they instead built computers to play games on and to watch <laughs> videos that don't seem appropriate. Like, they, they, look what they've done. But they also they have a good time. So if we just opened up an alien theme park for them.
6: There you go. The alien theme park. Uh, Aliens just want to have fun. Mm -hmm. Let's embrace it. Let's play together. Let's invite them over to our dream homes with conversation pits (laughs) and kitchen islands. That's, that's, that's really, that's the monument they need is a, is a great kitchen island and the aliens will return. Any final thoughts um, from either of you on the alien question? (laughs) I have a lot more. Uh, Yeah. Stay tuned. Any final thoughts from your husband, Jennifer? (laughs)
3: Oh gosh, yeah. If he was here, I'm sure he'd have a lot. Uh, But I, I got nothing. I want to hear Ken's.
5: uh, Well, the next party I have, Jen, you both are coming over, and then he and I will have a friendly discussion from both sides of the coin around the topic. (laughs)
3: Yes. Yes.
6: (laughs) Excellent. Uh, That sounds lovely Uh, Well Ken do you want to let people know Where they can find
5: us I would love to And if you want to disagree with me Over aliens and Bigfoot You can reach out on Twitter At Force Center Pod We're on Hive Social as well If you're still over there Threads We'll see where else we land up. Facebook page is Force Center Podcast We're on Instagram and YouTube as well We have our next live show On October 27th at 2 uh, PM Pacific podcast is available on a lot of spots. Just search. You'll find us. Merch available at tpublic.com slash user slash four center. And you can support us directly at patreon.com slash four center. My website is catnapsock.com. Head over there and pick up a special edition of my comedy album in my day, available on Bandcamp, catnapsock.bandcamp.com. And pretty soon, have a special announcement. Gosh, look at the date sooner than later where some music of the part of will be coming out as well. Uh, Jen, where can I find and follow you?
3: You can find and follow me on YouTube and Instagram at JenniferLanda and TikTok at JenniferLanda1138, where I share uh, deep dives on all things retro, including Lisa Frank.
5: Mm, I'm Enjoying that channel so much. <laughs> Love <laughs> that. Just wonderful discussion this week on all episodes. Thanks for leading us through them and these wonderful questions. Uh, where can they find and support you?
6: Yeah, you can find me on all the social media at Joseph Scrimshaw. And uh, if you want to uh, support the short film I've been working on with uh, lots of great people, Ken included. It's great to see uh, his lines get some big laughs at the uh, Portland uh, Lovecraft Film Festival in Portland, Oregon. Uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, the film is going to be playing some more places, including uh, Bulgaria and uh, Vegas. You know, the, those those two places that are deeply tied together. Um, uh, all of the different places that it's going to be playing, I'm listing on my website as I get the information. And you can also check out my comedy on Bandcamp. There is a button right on my website to take you to Bandcamp. Uh, more sales of Bandcamp comedy albums will help me submit the film to more festivals. Uh, the the other center listeners uh, and four center listeners have been so supportive of all of our other different adventures so thank you all so much for your support and for your great questions i'll be posting a call for more questions on patreon soon but for now we have answered the cues of the other